Hey, Metal Warriors, this is DVS Donnie Van Staver from Riot 5. You're rocking out with CMS TV. Shine on, Metal Warriors. It is your classic metal show right here on the classicmetalshow.com. Starting off the show tonight, we heard something from Daka and Erase the Slate with the Voice of the Soul. And we just heard Pantera from the um, Far Beyond Driven release with Good Friends and a Bottle of Pills. And a guy who uh, is fighting off or fought off a fever with a bottle of pills and is back among his good friends again, my good friend and partner, Chris Aiken. What's going on there, Chris? what is up chief how we doing <laughs> well, i'm glad to see you're still among the living dude I, for let me start by saying this i i will say thank you to everybody that was so genuinely concerned that i was dying but my god i i literally put on facebook i'm a bit under the weather so we're not doing a show tonight reason just to be clear i had a really bad cough and a fever and while I could have probably toughed out the fever, the coughing was dry, would have driven everybody crazy. If, if it was like you were talking to me, I was like, what? and then I, you know, doing that number for six hours would have been terrible. Right. So I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to stay in bed. I'm going to shake this thing off and that'll be it. Right. I probably got a hundred emails this week, dude, make sure that you're doing this and make sure that you go to the doctor, get you. I was like, we have been conditioned by this fucking pandemic. I agree that, that anytime you have a sniffle, you're dying. And I, I, I wasn't dying. I just look every once in a while we, you know, you get, you get sick or you don't feel well, that's it. And, and again, I appreciate everybody that sent me a note and a message and, uh, take this medication and go to this doctor and, you know, you know, stand on your head while putting your finger on your nose and that'll make it go away. You know, right. all the bullshit, but Jesus Christ, I, I was, I tried to be very clear that I was a little bit under the weather, not dying, <laughs> but whatever I'm here today. I'm not under the weather folks. I'm fine. I lived through it somehow. Yeah, I made it through. Live through this. I can't believe it that I'm still alive. <laughs> well, I thought that was a good way to start the show off. Good friends and a bottle of pills. Sure. All, all your good friends, you know, had their outpouring of care and support for you. And I'm sure a, a few Advil were probably taken in the in the meantime. <laughs> oh, exactly. That's about it. <laughs> handful of um ibus and i was good yeah you know? <laughs> and a good night of sleep that which yeah. is really probably what i needed the most was just yeah, to probably you just get yourself so run down you know you, your mm -hmm. immunities get weak and you're susceptible to anything that walks through the door literally yeah and that's what i think it was was i just got i caught a bug from probably my daughter because i really haven't gone anywhere right but i i caught a bug from my daughter coming in and out of here and just didn't feel good on Saturday. Yeah. Or so, as some people wanted to believe was dying. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all dying. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, we're every, we're dying slowly. Every second is one second less you have to live. Right. Exactly right. You're absolutely right. But uh, we're here tonight to entertain your happy asses. So, That's right. Uh, so bow down and, and kiss ours. That's right. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm, I'm glad to be back. Uh, I know that, uh, you know, you hit me up like literally three hours before we were going to go on last week. And it's like, dude, I just can't, I got a fever. I, I got a cough. I just don't, I just can't do it. Yeah. Like, no, it is what it is, dude. People get sick. We get sick. We're only human. That's right. That's well, I'm only human. You're not human. You oh, never get sick. Well, I know, but, uh, you know, I, that that's just genetics. I think genetics yeah. have a lot to do with it. I mean, my dad is going to be 95 next month. Yeah. Unfortunately, next. I think my parents must've been fucking in a swamp or something, which is why <laughs> I'm so fucking sick all the time. Yeah. Well, I, like I said, uh, longevity, uh, 
you know, is something on my dad's side of the family. Anyway, my, my great, great grandmother, my, my father's grandmother, she lived to be 101. Okay. Wow. And then, then his mother lived to be 96, I believe. Jeez. And, uh, he's going to be 95, uh, on March uh, 15th. So, uh, wow. you know, the Ides of March. Wow. So, I, so. I got the half and half. My, my grandmother lived to be, I think 94. I think she was when she passed away or neither 94, or 97, but she's old as fucking dust. Right. I mean, she was old, but my grandfather, he, he, he literally died. 10 days after I came home from the hospital in 94 and I think he was 74. He died of what is that stomach shit where your stomach gets all turned inside out? Diverticulitis. Oh, diverticulitis. Yeah. He died of that. And I think he was 74 and my dad was 68, I think, or 69. Right. But, but and, your dad had the cancer though. Well, he had the cancer and he had the, you know, and he was a smoker, right? Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, yeah, there you are. two, two, three packs of luckies every right. day. <laughs> he, he did not get lucky. No, he had the unlucky strike. That's right. For sure. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, he died younger, but my mom, my mom is 75 and she's, she's going to outlive me. I'm thinking because she's going to live another 50 years. Yeah. She's, she's still going full speed. Makes yeah, me crazy. I, 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 uh, call and talk to my dad and he always seems fine. But my, one of my sisters who, who lives nearby him, she, you know, she does a lot of his running as errands and things like that, you know, right. and I, you know, I check in with her periodically and ask her, you know, how's, how's dad doing? He goes, she goes, dude, he's going to outlive all of us. He went to the <laughs> doctors, he went to a checkup and his blood pressure was perfect. His, his, uh, um, uh, heartbeat was very strong his lungs are clear you know he you know he's very cognitive you know he's he's sharp as a tack he sure. still gets around still cooks for himself all these other things you know she said that doctor is just like man you are in great shape for a guy your your age your, your, age, your right? dad's years you know so <laughs> lucky that, him yeah the sad thing the sad thing is for my dad though is is he's he's outlived three of his children yeah, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, so that that's a tough that's a tough cookie to to handle, you know. And yeah. uh, I don't think any parent. I'm not a parent. I have no idea what that's like, but I can't imagine being a parent and having to bury one of your own children. I don't know that I. You know what? That's the one thing that I. It's the only thing I fear. I don't fear dying, but I certainly fear one of my kids dying. Right. Like if one of my kids died, I'd probably be in the backyard with the pistol to take myself to. To not have to deal with, I don't know that I could deal with that. That's, sure. That would be too much for me, I think. Right. So, uh, <sighs> no anyway, life, life has its twists and turns. That's for sure. Amen. You know, speaking, uh, speaking of smokers, not that this has anything to do with this subject that we're talking about, but, yeah. uh, uh, I, I have a big king size waterbed, right? right so right. I, so I have a comforter on my king size waterbed and I thought, well, you know, it's a nice, nice day out. Even though I have, you know, a, a washing and drying, you know, a washer and dryer here, mm -hmm. I thought I, I'm, I need to, you know, get this thing laundered, you know. So there's a, there's a uh, laundromat just right down the road from me, not even maybe a half a mile. Okay. So I I'll go down there and use one of their larger machines, you know, to, to throw the comforter in, wash, dry stuff. Telling you what, dude, I, I think laundry mats are the, uh, are the haven for poor people. Well, they are. It's somebody that can't afford $300 for a washing machine. <laughs> but the stench of smoke just oh, rolling yeah. off the people that, that were there getting their, you know, doing their laundry. I was thinking, why don't you jump into that washing machine with, with your clothes? <laughs> I mean, the stench rolling off these people. I mean, I, I literally was sitting, you know, in a chair uh, between two different people, one on my left one mm -hmm. to my right and my clothes literally stunk like smoke i was that you know I, it just literally permeated my clothes just sitting in proximity of these people let me ask you this question was there a tv hanging or not um because it, it does make a difference 
Well, it wasn't. No, there wasn't a TV. They, they did have TV type monitors, but they were just running like ads. No, then, then, then you, you went to an upscale one. <laughs> the low, the lowest common denominator goes to the ones that have TV. Okay. Because they'll stay all fucking day. If it has TV. TV? Yep. If it has TV, they'll save up all their clothes for like two or three (laughs) weeks and try to, they're, they're the worst because not only will they bring two or three, you know, baskets of clothes, right? but they'll try to jam them all into like two loads (laughs) and then they'll fuck up the machines. And then they're, you know, then they're bringing out clothes and sitting them on top of other clothes while they wait for machines. And it, it starts to stink from the dirty water that gets on the clothes. And yeah, dude, I, it, it's the dumbest thing. I, when I was poor, yeah. me and me and Georgetta went for probably two years. That was a weekly pilgrimage to the, to the laundromat. Right. Right. To do, to do our clothes. And I, I st- sort of started moving around to different laundromats to try and find uh, same reason i was like a better clientele (laughs) i was i was is man i mean sometimes you go into it and it felt like you were going into a dingy concert club at two in the morning right you know just dirty and stinky and you're like how are my clothes gonna get clean if i can't stand the smell myself yeah well this facility was very very clean and very well kept and very pristine but Mm -hmm. boy the clientele it was just like holy shit like I, I just, I, it smelled like, it smelled like fresh laundry soap and stale smoke. <laughs> well, because I mean, dude, who was it? It was one guy that had a broken laundry or washing machine. You who just didn't want to put that wear and tear on your washing well, machine. My, it, my washing machine just isn't big enough. Isn't big enough. Right. It just isn't big enough to handle yeah. a big comforter like that. But who's all the rest of the people? It's the neighborhood apartment people. Oh yeah, you're right. That's who it is. It's the people that don't, you know, the apartment that doesn't have a hookup. <laughs> so they all go there. They're, every single person that was in there pays like 600 a month at most for, for their apartment. Right. And they're living in a, they're the rev. Yeah. They're, they're 300 square foot apartment people. Yeah. Guaranteed. And I'm not even saying that to be mean. I'm just saying that, man, people, that's a whole nother thing. Another rule of the, of the laundromat. You better go late because if you go early, you get everybody that stinks from overnight, dirty, <laughs> awful sex and doesn't take a shower. Right. Almost everybody that goes in the morning is all greasy haired and knotted haired and wearing <laughs> shitty, shitty, um, uh, sweats, sweats and a dirty <laughs> t-shirt that says Mel's diner on it or whatever. I mean, it's, it's always dirty fucking people in the morning, in the right. afternoon, it's a lot of times the afternoon is well somebody puked on my comforter or something right, so it's, right. it's too big for the house so i go yeah. clean it up yeah. but the morning people are dirty filthy animals <laughs> well that's the first time i've been in a laundromat and boy i couldn't even tell you it's been years you know and i i just like well i can't i can't wash this comforter here yeah. so i gotta go where they've got big machines and I go, yeah, there's, there's a place, you know, literally a half a mile down the road. And the lady who was tending the place, she was real nice, real, real, um, helpful and everything because they, I guess they upgraded all the machines and they don't take quarters anymore. They, you, you gotta buy, uh, you know, a, um, tokens or something. No, 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 not tokens, but a a card, you know, you got a card and then you got to put X amount of dollars on the card. And then you swipe the card on the machine, like a credit card, right? You know, so, so you load a card is what you do. And mm-hmm. and so she was just like, well, you know, we don't do coins here anymore. We have this card system. She goes, that comforter there, you could put that in the four loader. She said, uh, if you run that on one load, the, the, you know, the, um, it's five fifty. she goes, that'll dry in about 40 minutes. The dryers that only take 40 minutes. That's only $2. So you, if you load your card with like eight bucks, you'll be fine. <laughs> nice. You know, and okay. she was just like real nice. And here's the machine you should use. And here's this here. And 
you know, and she was just pointing it all out, you know, and it's like, all right, that's real helpful. You know, at least yeah. I wasn't sitting there fumbling around like, what the fuck, you know, how do you, how, yeah, how do you work this, this shit? <laughs> but she, she saw me coming through the door and she goes, is that all you have to wash? And I go, yeah. And so she immediately just kind of took charge and pointed me out to all the, you know, things that I needed to do. Right. And I got, I was in and out of there in like uh, an hour. Yeah, it was yeah. like 20 minutes to wash and 40 minutes to dry, and I was out of there. Right. You know. <laughs> when Jack, are we not sober? Right. I, I can't remember the last time I did the show Hammered. Can you? Yeah. It's been no, a while. No, I mean, if I have a cocktail, it's usually the last two segments of the show. I don't you think know. I've done the show Hammered in Boy, two years, years three years, years maybe. Yeah, it's been years. Yeah, it's been a while. I, I kind of gave up on that because and, I and always if, re- if you listen to the show, uh, Bard Muse, you should know that the first hour is just Chris and I just warming up and getting, mm. you know, getting our chops up to speed so we can give you five more hours of good shit. I think he's I think he's a newbie still. Oh, I, think must he's, be. I think he's a little new. Yeah, but but tell you, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know, but, uh, fortunately this place wasn't like a filthy, filthy place. It was just the stinky people that were in there. Right. <laughs> but yeah, the, yeah the, the the, a, few, a few of the people should have jumped in the wash and took a spin as well. <laughs> <laughs> should have jumped in the, the swap sink that they yeah. had in there. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, uh, I think people, I think some people, <laughs> <laughs> I do like I do like your new studio though. Oh, the, the, got, got all your got all your uh, controls and your monitors back there. Yeah, it looks great, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Look They're at right. You. I'm at Eddie's house in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. You got get your shit going on. That's right. Look at here. I'll pull it to full screen. Look at my studio. It looks fantastic. Yeah, look, at look at that. You got uh, you got your Apple PC down there, and you got yeah. your studio monitors and your mixing board and. Got your keyboards and your sound effects, and you got yeah. your uh, you got your uh, uh, noise cancelers on the wall there. Everything. I'm ready for action. Yeah, man. <laughs> Place just rules. Oh, look at that! It's amazing. Afford all that equipment. I didn't spend a dime for any of that. Yeah, but the <laughs> listeners five dollars a month. Yeah, that five dollars a month will buy those uh, you know five hundred dollar a piece monitors. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In a couple of years, I take one month and buy one speaker. Been yeah, doing it go. for months, for years. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, you got a good setup over there. I'm jealous. That's right. <laughs> you got you got better shit than I do. Of course. Yeah. At least no I found a better that. picture of shit. Than yeah. <laughs> no wonder where all that where all that listener money goes. That's right. That's where it goes. <laughs> goes into me hunting Pixabay for a good picture. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I thought all that was real. Oh, uh, what? It's uh, not. I thought, I thought you had. I thought you had a massive reconstruction at your house there, and yeah, had your whole studio redone. Yeah. Well, you know, only the best for me. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even tell that's a screened-in back porch. No, cannot. Not at all. <laughs> Till you come over here and it's fucking freezing, but not tonight. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's actually okay today because it's that's good. Like that's 50 good. today. So not yeah. too bad. Well, since we often uh, talk about uh, TV shows, yes. Uh, you know, to start the show off my, my nephew cued me in onto something today and I, and I w- was watching it before I jumped on the air here. Okay. So on HBO max, yes. there, there's a, uh, documentary on there mm-hmm. called love is one the cult of mother god have not watched that oh dude this is so fucked this is another one of them cult things where some lady she more or less used the interwebs and went out there and said that she was she was uh you know she was the mother god of earth oh nice and, and people believed her and started following her and she built up a little community in a compound and then they started hawking shit like uh herbal remedies and medicines <laughs> and all this and that and right. uh, you know people who were looking and basically she was 
she was basically a um a uh three-time loser when it comes to banging out three kids with three different guys in her, in her younger oh, that's years good. and right. she just she just up and abandoned her kids and left them with her mother okay she just left nice and then she took up with some guy and you know started in with uh, you know being a spiritual person and she was like the she's like the godmother and the mother god rather and started having a presence on the interweb and you know so on and so forth and soon enough people started following of course and, and believing and the thing is is that a majority of her entire existence as mother god Mm-hmm. spent drunk and stoned the whole time. <laughs> all she did was drink, do mushrooms, smoke weed, you know, do all kinds of psychotic drugs, psychedelics nice. rather, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. And these are the people that I believe, I believe. And they come to the compound and they all too, all they did was smoke and drink and, you know, <laughs> get high and, you know, but they were, they were, uh, getting in touch with themselves, you know, right. As, uh, it, it, uh, it allowed them to break free of their, their consciousness and was able to experience the metaphysical and all that. Bullshit. Sure. What is this called? It is called love has won the cult of mother God. All right. I've got to check this out. So my, my nephew hit me up. He goes, there's another fucked up documentary on HBO max. You're, he goes, it's a three parter. He says, he says a lot of fucked up shit in this. Sure. You know, well, I'll have to check that one out. And as, as me and you texted during the week, curb is back on mm-hmm. max. Mm-hmm. God damn it. That was funny. That first episode was absolutely fantastic. I was laughing so hard that my ribs hurt. <laughs> I could not stop laughing. I was laughing so fucking hard. Oh uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it, it's something you needed. I'm sure you needed a good, good chuckle. Oh, you know that shit when he was yelling at Siri in his car. I know, and I've I done was that. crying. I've I have two. I have two. I was crying, man. You know, it was just so funny. But uh, yeah, I'm glad Larry David is continuing on with the uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm uh, series. You but know, this is the though, last season. Well, th- that's what they always say. He always says it's the last season. He remember he took like a five year hiatus. Yeah, that is true. And then he brought it back because the you know j- the season before the five year hiatus. He goes, ah, this is the last season. It was over, and then five years later, here comes Curb again, and he's done like four more seasons since then. Yeah, you know, but I'm you know as long as he's gonna do it, I'm gonna I'll be a watcher. That's for sure. I love it, dude. It's so fucking fun. But this that first that that might have been. Tell me if you think this, it might've been the funniest episode that he's done yet Yeah, in the 12 years. Yeah. I, 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 well, you know, I think, I think each, each season is funnier than the last. Yes. You know, for sure. But, but now that, uh, I don't know, it's almost as if he's not quite as restrained in the, in the, um, humor department. Right. You know, he's just kind of like, let it go and, and poking fun at all the, all the bullshit going on out there today, even yeah. though, you know, even though Larry David, you know, obviously he is a lib, you know, and a Trump mm-hmm. hater and everything, but he still pokes fun at, at the stupidity of society. The thing well, he that, finds it funny that, dude, yeah. that, that scene where he was calling the dog fat. Oh my yeah. God. Again, I was crying, laughing, stop, stop, <laughs> stop fat, shaming my dog. He's sensitive. <laughs> He's sensitive. <laughs> You know, but making fun of people who have these emotional support animals. That is such a crock. That's such a scam. Yeah. We've said that on the show. We've said that a million times, how stupid that is that, you know, 20 years ago and people didn't have emotional support animals. It's like, when did that become a thing? And I, I I like the, I love the lie. What's the black guy's name on the show? Oh yeah. Uh, Leon. Is it Leon? Leon. Yeah, I think it's Leon. I yeah, love when move. I love when um when <laughs> he said he said if you gotta have an emotional animal to get on a plane, you ain't stable enough to be on a plane. <laughs> That's true. That's true. 
God damn, that shit was funny, man. Yeah, but, uh, yeah if you're a Curb Your Enthusiasm fan, it, it's back. Uh, the first episode of this new season aired last Sunday. Yes. And uh, just so good. Very good. And again, so- that's that's one of the things, one of the things that I'm most jealous of you is you got beat Larry David. And, I did. And um, uh, what is it? Over in New Jersey. Uh, Atlantic City. Atlantic City. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, at the Borgata. Yeah. Was it the, I was sitting right next to him and didn't even know it because I was <laughs> drunk out of my mind at, at fucking Cheap Trick. I was yeah. there for for my friend Ed took me to the divorce party over right. to the Borgata, all first class. We were sitting in some really good seats for Cheap Trick. And at the end, we stood or in the middle of the show. They go, they go, oh, we just want to welcome our friend who's out here tonight with us. And the fucking spotlight comes on me. And I was like, what the, f-? you know, and I'm trashed. But but they're like, it's Larry David. And he stood up. He's literally this seat right here <laughs> next to me. And he stood up and did a little wave, whatever. And then I did sort of take a picture. There's a picture of me and him. But again, we were all drinking so heavily. It's a little fuzzy. It's a little fuzzy. I mean, you can tell it's him. Oh, but Yeah, I know. I remember when you sent it to me. I was just like, holy shit, you met Larry David? No shit. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was def that was definitely a cool moment meeting, yeah. meeting Larry David, but it was fun. Yeah, absolutely. And he's amazing. He's so like I'm a big Seinfeld guy too, so to me that guy hasn't done anything bad. Yeah. So, but yeah, good stuff. Good good TV watching, and uh, one of the things as far as like TV is concerned this week, uh, I saw it before I watched it when it first came out, but I I rewatched it again. Um, CNN of all, all networks actually mm-hmm. does very good documentaries Sure, and they, and they put out that, uh, like, it's like a five or six part series, the seventies. Okay. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever watch that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then they got the eighties and stuff, but man, I, I watched it a little more closely, uh, this time. And, and I was especially fascinated with the whole Watergate thing. So you're you know, watching, is that what's that? Seventies? Yeah, the 70s. 70s, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so you know, I was only, when this whole Watergate thing came down, I was only like 10 years old. Right. You know, so, so you don't have, you know, I remember it going on and I remember people talking about it, but I, you know, of course at 10, you don't really understand all the ramifications of it. But, uh, you know, I rewatched that again and, uh, and that was some, that was some pretty, radical shit you know it it would have been uncovered a lot quicker had the internet existed back in back then but because it was up to reporters to actually do the fact finding and the digging and the you know uh investigating per se you know Mm -hmm. uh it took a lot longer yeah but but if if the inner internet was around back then there you go there's me and larry david look at that look at you with the short hair the very short hair (laughs) (laughs) had the had the buzz cut going on i did yeah look at you you're all close all all hugged up next to larry yeah right there with larry david (laughs) about that shit too funny man (laughs) who's that is is that uh is that uh, frankie benali over your uh, left shoulder there (laughs) (laughs) could have been for all i know i was so drunk i don't know what i don't know who was there Uh, good for you, man. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that is that was a good one. But uh, yeah, anyway, so yeah, I was watching that, and you know what, you know, watching the details pretty closely, and listening to uh, you know what the people who actually were back who lived back then, or actual were reporters, or you know, so on and so forth, and it was just like, man, that was some that was some pretty hairy stuff for the times. Yeah, it was. You know. And then, you know, of course, they cover the Vietnam War and they cover um, the TV shows of the 70s that kind of shaped the whole decade with the Norman Lear productions of, you know, especially like uh, All in the Family and, you know, Sanford and Son and, you know, various Mm -hmm. shows like that that were quote unquote controversial. Sure. And uh, it's a good series, you know, so I I was watching that uh, through the through the week. You know, because uh, they're pretty in depth and very, very detailed. Yeah. No, I like those shows. Yeah. So, 
no demon. <laughs> my wife didn't make me cut my hair. Quite honestly, it was it was simply laziness. Yeah. It was it was you know what I could take the bra out and just zip, zip 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 and be done with it and you know even in the shower just take a fucking bar of soap is all you needed done. <laughs> Good, you know yeah. it was it was laziness. Plus, when she in, left though, I did make a purposeful decision to cut to grow my hair. Yeah, but the thing is, is you were still part of the corporate world too. Yeah, I was. Where now so, I just so that had give. you know that had a little bit to do with it. Yeah. But I haven't cut my hair now since, um, in fact, I know the date. It was uh, December 27th of uh, 2012. Last well, time uh, a pair of scissors cut my hair. Uh, 12 years ago. Yeah, been a while. It was very drunk at a party. And um, John John shaved my head into the um, hairstyle of a Road Warrior Hawk of the, <laughs> of the Road Warriors. I think I have pictures of that, too, actually. So All right. That real quick. <laughs> Mr. Picture Man. I, dude, I, I, I went through a phase, like when I first got divorced, remember, I don't know if you remember this or not, but for the new people, uh, my ex took every photo we had in the house. Yeah. I, I, she, she basically just, just stripped the house of everything. Yeah. She took every photo we had and it, and it was like, cause I had kind of told her, I was like, you could take whatever you want. And I didn't. I didn't think that she would take the photos. You know, I just, I just didn't imagine that she was going to take the photos and eventually she let me have some of them back. But, right. um, but, um, she did, she took every photo in the house and it got to where I didn't have any photos at all. Like I had pictures of my kids that my mom had, right? but I hadn't talked to my mom in 12 years. So I had pictures of my kids when they were like four <laughs> and then nothing else, like right. no pictures of my kids at all. And, um, so, so I started taking a bunch of pictures all the time. Like anytime I was out, I was taking pictures and now I have, a, I have eight zillion photos, but I ain't finding that one though. I don't know what happened to that one, but I'd love to show it, but I can't find it. God damn it. <laughs> well, time, time definitely gets away from us though. Very quickly. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. How, how long ago was that, uh, was that trip to Atlantic city? When was that? That was, um, uh, September of, um, 2012. Was it? Yeah. Cause I was still going through the divorce at that point. Okay. All right. Here's the picture. Hold on. I got it. I knew I had this photo. <laughs> it's, it's fucking, this is such a dumb picture, but yeah, we used to drink an awful lot over here. Once she left, boy, there was a lot of drinking going on here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to tell from you know because the light yeah. is on. But yeah. did you did you have your face painted too? Yeah, I got the I got the whole the road warrior face paint and everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at that. Yeah, totally, totally drunk off my ass. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, we that that was a that was a wild party. <laughs> oh boy! And you're still hungover from it uh, to this day, dude. I was I I can tell you that I that was one that I drank so much that I felt the effects for like days. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Even hair of the dog in it. I I would get I got drunk the next day, but still felt hungover at the same time. It was the weirdest goddamn thing. Yeah, you remember those days when I was oh, drinking yeah. a fucking fifth a day. Yeah. And at those parties, forget it. It was on. Yeah. I, I, I you know, the thing is, is I, I like a couple of cocktails, but I can't imagine getting obliterated. I've never, never done that. Uh, I love it. See, I'm, I'm the worst kind of alcoholic, man. I am a, I love the taste. I love the feeling. I love the, you know, the senselessness of it. And generally, generally, I don't feel that bad the next day. Now, as I've gotten older, clearly that has changed. But. Well, yeah, that, that whole that whole chemistry and that whole mm -hmm. metabolism changes, and you know, yeah, just yeah, you I just can't do that anymore. I do love getting drunk, though. I mean, I ain't gonna <laughs> lie. I love I love getting drunk. I love getting high. Right. I absolutely love when me and Kelly sit down and just start smoking weed. Oh my God. That's fucking fun. 
It is just fucking fun to just kind of mellow, get my head into a different place. I love it. I'm well, the you, worst kind of addict. Because well, you could have easily been a follower follower of uh, the cult of Mother God. Because oh. that's, that's all they did was drink and get high and smoke weed. And well, I'm sure there, I'm sure there's some um, there's, there's some remnants that I could still join, right? I'm sure there's somebody that's that that was in it that still believes and started right. their own their own sub cult or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so weird yeah it is yeah well you just you don't um you know you you've uh tapered off on doing that for the last few years actually so i have actually i, yeah. I really get drunk maybe two three times a year if that yeah. i really don't get pounded that often anymore yeah see this is this is another big problem i do have i am the worst kind because i am fully functional that that year that year that I was drinking a fifth a day, it never stopped me. Didn't stop me from working. Didn't stop me from doing stuff. Didn't stop me from anything. I just did it hammered. Did everything hammered. But it was fun. <laughs> fun in the most depressing way ever because I was just a fucking emotional goddamn wreck. But right. Yeah. I'm glad I'm not there anymore. <laughs> Much happier being somewhat, you know kind of alcohol free for the most part i really don't drink yeah i know you used to drink some beers and things during yeah. the show and you don't do that anymore and mm -mm. <laughs> i don't even have beer in the house which really? is yeah i don't have a, wow. and the only reason i know this is because i went for one the other day like i i had a i had a strong <laughs> taste for a beer the other day and, and i like, went Damn, and, there's none here and there was none there and and I looked and I, and I was like, well, you know what? I got the gray goose here and I've got the, you know, I got a bottle of Jack and I got a bottle of whiskey. I mean, I've got some, some alcohol here, but I looked at it and I was just like, eh, fuck. Yeah, let me get I just really just wanted a cold beer. And I was like, eh, just give me a reward. Good enough. <laughs> well, there you are. Just all you, all you got to do is just, uh, you know, just kind of kill that craving, you know, for mm -hmm. something else. And yep. it, it kind of passes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think I'm over it now. At least we'll see. I, I'm me and Seth are doing an event next month, and we're doing it with. Remember that band Soil from the '90s yes, and 2000s? I do. Yes, we're, I do. We're doing an event with them, and their guitar player Tim has already emailed me and said on the show a couple times, "You guys got to fucking come out and do some shots with it." And I'm like, "Okay," you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Yes, sir, I will." Right. <laughs> So we'll see if, if that's the next time I throw down a little bit, but I hear you. Well, um, you know, kind of in that same vein, um, mm -hmm. I learned through one of our CMS fans, uh, Scarfoot, he, he cued me in on something that literally has been going on in my backyard and I wasn't even aware of it. Okay. Uh, some promoter recently has yeah. has been putting on shows in the little net town over from me in in Hobart, Indiana. And this okay. place is this place is no you you could throw a rock from end to end. That's how big this place is. Wow. It's okay. just a small town. Right. And there's a there's a movie theater there um called the Art Theater. Okay. And it's literally two doors down from Tom Lounge's uh, record store. Okay. Remember I told you he had a little hey. record store and all that? Mm -hmm. So he goes, hey, are you going to go see L.A. Guns on uh, Thursday? I said, w where where are they at? And he goes, well, they're playing over by you. I go, really? Where's this? So I look it up. Sure as shit. There's L.A. Guns, Striper. um, oh chips enough with glenn hughes so that whole scene basically fire wind yeah okay you know all these bands are coming to hobart of all places <laughs> nice so i i text chip because glenn hughes is coming there on uh tuesday okay and i'm gonna i saw you text chip and i said hey i see you're out in my neck of the woods on tuesday i'm gonna come out to the show i hope to hook up with you and he goes ah brother i'll be glad to see you it's been a while you know Blah, blah, Been blah. a long time. When was the last time we saw each other? <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw him at the docking show 
Mm, they were playing at the Arcada, so he had come out to that. Right. So I'm trying to think. No, it was the Displains Theater uh, about two years ago. I think that's okay. the last time I saw him. But anyway, regardless of that, he's playing here with uh, Glenn Hughes on uh, Tuesday. That'll be cool. That's a great oh, show, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's, is it's is like, it Hughes doing Deep Purple? Well, I don't know. It just said Glenn Hughes. Because I, I know I went I went to the... Oh, pull it up. You can, you can pull it up real quick. Uh, just What's type in Glenn Hughes, Hobart, Indiana. H-O-B-A-R-T. Glenn Hughes. H-O-B-E-R-T? Yeah. Hobart, Indiana. Hobart. Hobart. Yeah. H-O-B-A-R-T. Let's see. Glenn Hughes. Um, it just says Glenn Hughes. Doesn't say necessarily a night of. Yeah, it didn't, didn't really say, but, uh. Tickets are limited, though. You better buy them quick. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't say. Well, let's just look at his website. It probably says there. He's probably still doing the, the whatchamacallit, the deep purple Mark three. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing, but I was just surprised that, uh, you know, they were coming there on a Tuesday of all things. And well, that's like, good. Well, what, uh, what, what does a, enough's enough you know, Glenn Hughes show cost. I mean, is it, and again, I don't know who this promoter has never heard of him, but to bring them to a teeny small, small town, it's just like, well, are, are you going to go broke doing this shit? Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, I was going to go out and see LA guns on Thursday. Right. But I, but I you know, the weather was so shitty. The, right. the winds were like blowing around here, like at 50 miles an hour and the hail was blowing and it was just a nasty night. And right. I was just, ah, fuck that. By the way, it is the deep purple thing. So oh, is it? That's a killer show, dude. All right. Well, I'll be there on Tuesday. Oh, well, and you're going to see, whatchamacallit, Tommy Skio, too. Oh, is he playing? His band, Bad Marriage. Isn't he in okay. that band? I, I don't know. I think he's in that band, Bad Marriage. Bad. Boy, I'm just opening tab after tab <laughs> after tab over here. Bad marriage band. I wasn't, but but again, what does a package like that command, and is it worthwhile bringing them into into little town? It's just like you you, you got to have some bucks behind you to to be able to do that. I would think. Wow, these tickets are cheap as fuck too. You know, they're what like thirty five or forty bucks or something. Well, you could get a ticket if you just wanted some shitty tickets somewhere, like on the sides, ten dollars. Nine ninety nine. Yeah, reserve seating, section one, row N, seat one, nine dollars and ninety nine cents <laughs> for Glenn Hughes. That's what I'm saying. That's fucking amazing. How could that be worth it? I mean, is is it sure it's not Glenn Hughes with an I? <laughs> it's some it's, other guy. It's the fake Glenn Hughes. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, I'm supposed to meet up with chip you know at the show so uh you know we'll see but uh yeah that's that's yeah. bizarre man yeah that is tommy skio's new band bad marriage how about that so you're gonna see tommy skio enough's enough and glenn hughes for 10 bucks well you won't sit in those 10 dollar seats get the fuck <laughs> out of here the good seats center section two row e like five rows back 55 dollars yeah. all right that's going to be where you're going to sit. Yeah, you oh, ain't you're sitting right in these, about that. You ain't sitting in these. Te- but honestly, five rows or four rows back on the on stage left or right. Right. 25 bucks. Yeah. For Half fourth price. row. Yeah. R- row price. D. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's a that's a good deal there. Yeah. So who's going you you and Taylor going to that? I'm just going to go myself. I can't run up into the city and get her and bring her back and all that other bullshit. You know, just it's, it's literally 10 minutes from my house. You want to go bitch drive. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'd glad be glad to have her with me, but, uh, you know, the, the logistics just aren't uh, favorable for that kind of a thing. Yeah. Well, maybe she could Uber for (laughs) (laughs) $3,000. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And then I got some other news. Okay. Potential news. Yes. And I, and I hope, uh, it's okay that I talk about this, Sammy, but potentially, mm-hmm. uh, red rain 
is going to be playing in Ohio, Indiana at the Arcata theater. Really? In May with none other than, which I thought all the members were dead, but apparently Peter Agnew is still alive, but they're, they're potentially playing with Nazareth. Nazareth. <laughs> Even though everybody that there's anybody in that band is dead. Yeah. I was going to say who's still in that band. Peter Agnew, the bassist. Nazareth. It's like, it's like Billy Childs, Brittany Fox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm looking. Let's see. Who's, who's in the band now? Cause Dan Pete McCaffrey. Agnew. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Murison. Um, Lee Agnew. So I guess that's gotta be his brother, right? No, it's his son, I think. Son. Okay. And Car- all right. Carl sentence, who was in crocus for a minute, right? He was the singer. He was one of those off singers when, um, Mark Storacci was taking a break. Right. I think he sang on that. Like, um, the one with the lightning bolts on it that no one listened to <laughs> whatever that was called. Um, right. Yeah. But, I don't even know. Yeah, Sweet, round 13. Uh, Daryl sweet, dead, Dan McCaffrey, dead. Um, uh, Manny Charlton dead. <laughs> yeah, they're all gone. Yeah. God, they had they have more tombstones than members. <laughs> so I was just like, Nazareth. Well, hey, so, good for Red Rain. Yeah, so uh potentially they'll be they'll they'll be in your neck of the woods and uh they'll be out here at the Arcata. So, uh, when that gets confirmed, we'll confirm those dates, but that's potentially what they're working on. Okay. To do a string of dates with them. Where would a Nazareth play around me? I don't know. He said Ohio, but he didn't say where in Ohio. So it could be anywhere. It could be Columbus or, you know, Cincinnati or some bumfuck Egypt or something, you know, Warren, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Well, cool. That'll be cool. Yeah, so he goes, well, if we if we uh, play in Ohio, I doubt Chris will come out. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Unless he plays the casino. <laughs> so uh, I will definitely, uh, I know Sal is looking forward to, you know, going to the Arcata show. All right. Well, that'd be fun. So uh, we're going to go out there if if they solidify plans and actually get, you know, are able to solidify plans to sign on to that that tour sure they're gonna do a handful of dates i think like six or eight dates or something in a row with with the resurrected nazareth there you go resurrected nazareth the uh finally touring red rain yeah Yeah, it's been a while here since they put the record out six months (laughs) but uh yeah he's he's all excited about the opportunity to finally get out play other parts of the country well that's good and uh you know, see some old friends, see some sure. familiar faces. I'd like to thank so, Sammy for calling me and telling me. Yeah. Well, he doesn't Thanks, know. Coming, he doesn't know if it's happening yet though. He told you. Well, yeah, but you know, I'm the guy. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, but, I might but, be the guy who wants to give him a heads up that, you know, there might be a website change that needs to be made or something since I well, didn't build the website. As soon as, as soon as there's, you know, uh, for sure plans i'm sure that uh, we'll have them on to talk about yeah. it but uh, that's like i said it's potentially they're doing this yeah. i get a call when he needs work done i get it right right of course I'm slave you know <laughs> your master that's right <laughs> yeah so if you're a if you're a red rain fan uh stay stay tuned here and we'll bring you up to date if if that comes to fruition for those guys well that'll be great you know, and I would like to see some of our CMS fans head out to the show, even if you're not a fan of Nazareth or the, the, you know, the touring entity known as Nazareth, Yeah. <laughs> but at least go out there and support one of our own. Well, they have that one song, the son of a bitch song. Yeah. That, that, uh, hair of the dog. Yeah. Now what else do they, they have? Love hurts. Love hurts. Okay. That's and two. They got, uh, that, uh, what is that? White bicycle. White bicycle. I don't even know that. Come yeah. on. White bicycle. Something like that. 
That's a long way down from Love Hurts and um, <laughs> well, that's the dog. two big boss hit bound singles uh, yeah. off of that 1976 release, that Hair of the Dog release. Jesus, 19. Even Sammy was a baby at that point. Jesus. Was everybody in his band born when Nazareth was hitting? Love Hurts, Hair of the Dog, uh, Where Are You Now, Dream On. I see a lot of these I don't even know. Even though, even though uh, Rock and Randy uh, and I. That's where we got to hang out with Nazareth over at uh, the Odeon. Yeah, you met Dan McCaffrey, right? We did. We met the whole band. Yeah. Don't you have an ID from him or something, I think? I, I think so. I think I, you I do think, have a Nazareth I, ID. I, I do. Uh, and and one of the, the nicest guy in that band was uh, Daryl Sweet. Right. The drummer. And uh, it's like two weeks after we met him, dead. Heart attack. That's what happens when they meet you. They either, get, they either die or get kicked out of their band because they were supposed to come back around. And he was just like, he goes, man, it was so cool hanging out with you guys. He goes, I hope you guys come back. You know, you know, here's my contact info, blah, blah, blah. You know, if we, we're going to be coming back around. So we'd like to have you come back out and be our guests and blah, blah, right. blah. And then two weeks later, dead. Was his contact info on a funeral card? <laughs> you might've thought so. Jeez, oh man. But they were playing, uh, I think they were playing a club or something outside of like uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. And, uh, I guess he died at the show or right after the Jeez. show. Heart attack. Wow. Heart Surprised attack. Randy wasn't there. Yeah, really. Bro, can you give me some money to get back? I, <laughs> I, I spent a little too much money because Daryl Sweet died. But right. Now I can't get back home. Wrath uh, of my <laughs> Rasmin, yeah, I know that one. All right, so they got they got a couple. Yeah, they, they got their 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 two biggest ones. Obviously, are Love Hurts and Hair of the Dog. Mm -hmm. That's they're they're like uh they're like a Fog Hat. You know, they yeah. got their they got their top two, top three songs, and that's what right. people know. And they still play it on uh, FM radio. Mm -hmm. You know, I just they play for a half hour, a bunch of shit nobody's ever heard and nobody knows, and then they play, you know, Driving Wheel. And fool right. for the city and um i just want to make love to and, you and i just want to make love for you and that's it and that's thank it. you good night that, that's it <laughs> that's the ones people come to come to hear yeah man i hope they i hope they do that uh fool for the city song yeah well, don't worry dude <laughs> <laughs> don't those are the kind of bands you don't have to worry at all if they're going to play the hits because there's only three they're gonna play them Right, of course. You know, they're they're definitely gonna play those songs. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Nazareth definitely fits into that same category. Let's same see. era too. I'm I'm gonna look up Nazareth real quick. Nazareth.f or setlist.fm. Let me find me a Nazareth. Nazareth. Let's see what they're playing on tour. If anybody's even going to any of these shows. Well, I guess they're playing a bunch of European dates or something before they come over here in May. Yeah, I'm just looking to see any kind of a set list. All right, here we go. Perfect. Here's your Nazareth set list. You All ready? Right. Miss Misery. You know that one? No. Razmanaz, we know that one. How about Shanghai in Shanghai? No. Love leads to madness. No. Sunshine. Is that no. sunshine on my shoulders? Through the sunshine of your love. No, that's cream. Yeah. Uh, holiday. Is that Madonna. Celebrate. <laughs> How about turn on your receiver? No. No. Cocaine, the JJ Kale cover. <laughs> Turn on your receiver, followed up by the REM cover. What's the frequency, Kenneth? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Might as well. You'd, you'd know you'd know that one more than any of these. <laughs> followed by journeys raised on radio. That's right. <laughs> How about Beggar's Day? Not the Skid Row song. No. No. Change in times. No. Hair of the dog. We know. Yes. Love Hurts, we know, even though yes. that's a cover, too. That's the Everly Brothers did that song. Um, Morning Dew. Uh, Dream On. And The Flight Tonight. 
Okay. No, my boogaloo, huh? No. No boogaloo. No, not in this list. And this is from November of last year. All right. So, so there you go. That's what you got to look forward to. Well, you'll be in the back with red rain anyway. You won't see a, you won't see a note of this shit. (laughs) Who are you kidding? You got to hang out. Got to hang out with my boys. Yeah. You won't, you won't see one note of this set. Right. (laughs) They had to re-record love hurts. Love hurts re-recorded. Oh boy. I wonder if it's even the same people. I don't know. Probably all different people at that point. It's so anyway, Agnew version, right? <laughs> Could be. It might. It probably is. Yeah. It might be oh. good. That Guess Who band was pretty decent. Oh, did you go see him? No, I'm just saying the songs I, I, that we I, heard I, were pretty. I, decent. I knew you uh, were were thinking about it. Yeah, I don't know that the show ever happened. Oh, okay. I don't remember why I didn't go, but I didn't go, dude. I probably just forgot. Well, Remember when Randy and I went out to Nazareth? I think you actually hooked us up with that as a matter of Probably, fact. yeah. It was <clears> shooters, <throat> right? No, it was at Odeon. Odeon? Okay. Yeah, but uh, Randy and I, it was a Sunday night of all things, too. Okay. And Randy and I, uh, we, we went to the Hard Rock Cafe before the show. Right. And, uh, you know, had some dinner and went to the show and then we had after show passes and that's when we got to meet the guys and everything. You know when that was? God, that was in the nineties, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Ninety-eight. Oh. Ninety-eight. How many years ago is that? Twenty-eight? Twenty-six. Twenty-six years ago. <laughs> Twenty-six years ago. Jesus Christ, quarter century. I, I remember that like that was yesterday though. Well, it's no wonder they're all dead. <laughs> fucking 26 years ago. Right. Jeez. You were in your 20s. No, I was 34. No, 30. Well, Randy uh, was in his 20s. He could have been. Well, he's younger than me. So 25 okay. years ago, he would have been. Yeah. At, at oldest, 30. At oldest, he would have been. Yeah, 30. I was 35. Yeah. Yeah, he's a. Wow, this time is just not. <laughs> this whole radio thing has been has been a ride and a half. It really has. I mean, just just all the people we've got to meet and talk to and interview and hang mm-hmm. out with, shows we've been to, and yeah. you know, different different events that have taken place and stuff. It's just like, man, it's just it's just blown by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, and it's almost over. <laughs> Be it be it from old age or the way society's going or anything yeah, I think, else. I think, I think it's gonna be less about the old age and more how society is going. It'll be a Moab killing us, not old age. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, because it's we're in we're in a lot of trouble in that front, but we are in deep shit, my friends. Yeah, we are. Yeah. All right. Well, I say we take a short break. All right. And come back and really get the show all cranked up. Okay. So, uh, as a tradition, what would you like to hear? Well, um, since we mentioned that I'll be at the soil show, why don't we play some soil? That's a heavy play. Why don't we play crucified from the throttle junkies record? That's a good one. Crucified. Yeah. And that actually fits this audience fairly well too. All right. I got her all keyed up there. All right. All right, well, we're going to play a few tunes, come back, do the show. Uh, as always, uh, take requests through the email, request at theclassicmetalshow.com, request at theclassicmetalshow.com, and uh, I'll try to fit everybody's request in. I know I don't get to everybody's request all the time, and it's not because I'm passing you over. It's just time just only permits. So I uh, uh, appreciate everybody who does email in every week, and I try to get to everybody's songs. but. Right. Uh, Anyway, um, here it is from the Throttle Junkies release. This is uh, Soil with Crucified exclusively here. On your classic metal show.
What's going on, everybody? It is Chris Aiken from Chris Aiken Presents and the Seth Williams Show, and of course, the Classic Metal Show. And I know you need someone to be told something, right? Whether it's something nice, something not so nice. Maybe you need somebody fired and you just don't have the guts to do it. Maybe you need to tell your girlfriend to hit the pavement. Maybe you need to tell the boyfriend to hit the streets. Whatever it is, I got you covered. Right here with my Cameo, cameo.com slash Chris Aiken. I will tell them, and I won't be nice, unless you want me to be. If you want me to be nice about it, I will certainly give the sweetest message possible. But if you need evil with a lot of F-bombs and a lot of words that I just can't even say on any sort of radio or TV program, I'll do that for you too. One more time, cameo.com slash Chris Aiken. Buy a cameo from me, and I will tell them like it is the way you want them told. All right, see ya!